Gunna has been on a hot streak since dropping Drip Season 4 early in January, going head-to-head against The Weeknd's Dawn FM and actually outselling the album as well as securing the number one spot the following week. Now, I found this predictable. I saw it coming, seeing Gunna's discography, social media presence, and everything he brings to the table. It, it was only a matter of time before he outsold The Weeknd. I couldn't say that with a straight face. It is bullshit. Don't hold me against it. It caught me by surprise. It really did. Everything from the pushing pushing P meme culture to the actual, I guess you could say, quality of the project and everything else surrounding that. Um, give credit to Gunna. I have a video where I break down how he managed to outsell the weekend. But we're here. We're here. Final installment of the Drip season series. What does it do? What does it bring? And... For Gunna, I mean, Gunna sort of refines what Gunna does best as far as, you know, some laid back Candaces, whether we're going on a uh, on a melodic, um, melodic verses, some catchy hooks, you know, simple stuff. Um, I guess I'll start off with the negatives, which I had on the track and then the painful part of Gunna's music. And it's anything that relates to singing or stretching that melodic rapping to where it sort of feels like a half-baked attempt to RM. R&B, whether it's on private island with this, just the guitar instrumentation isn't doing it justice on tracks like sold out dates where, you know, he's able to have someone like little baby or other tracks, you know, we're going to sounds alive and just more upbeat with different tones. It pays off, but on private island, it just doesn't do well flooded as well. I didn't feel nothing flooded about that. This track overall sounded dry to say the least. Die Alone with Gunna and Chris Brown was, I don't even know if this was a song in my eyes. The first 30, 45 seconds, it just feels like Gunna's waking up and gets reminded that he has to record. Terrible performance by him. And for Chris Brown and Young Blue, they're just not able to do enough to give this song life. And then going on from there, I just feel the second half in general sort of dies down. And Private Island should have been that second half because it just starts the album on a eh type of mood just eh, average but with that gonna steps up in an aspect i didn't expect and the and um, using the use of alliteration definitely a new i wouldn't say new rhyme scheme but something more emphasized in this project whether it's through pushing p pushy count uh, pushy count pushy pound p power and even if not the t- uh, the title tracks are using a p there are verses that constantly use the P alliteration all over, which works well. I would say well suited for him, for someone that can often sound boring since, again, he sort of likes to fade back with instrumentations. He just leads it enough to where you know where the direction is going. But when it comes to being boastful, when it comes to being flashy, it definitely gives us some spice. Solid, aggressive performances from people like Future and Young Thug who are able to, you know, have their different stylistic sound to where it's refreshing. You don't get too bored. And Gunna's able to actually hold out on his own, especially on Poochie Gown. Bit disappointed that the Freddie Gibbs this wasn't fleshed out. My thing was... All right, if Gunna is going to be dissing Freddie Gibbs musically, that means he stepped up his pen to a higher level where it's acceptable. And by acceptable, you know, whether regardless of how he feels about Freddie Gibbs, Freddie Gibbs is legendary in his own right. His pen is on an elite level. And for Gunna to feel that he will be able to hold up against it, shit, I'm all for it. 
it uh, it just didn't pan out. It fell off. But Gunner's able to hold up against 21 Savage and compliment Kodak Black perfectly on Thought I Was Playing and How You Did That, How You Did That. I was talking to my boy earlier. It's a song that I was surprised is still sort of just being rotated around in my head that I often go back to. Now, the overall vibes of this album, whether it's through productions from Tay Keith or Wheezy, is you get the usual ambient buoyancy that just bounces between your ears. If we're going for a more dry, digital, 808 bass-heavy tracks, Gunna's able to pull it off perfectly off as well. And again, this is a Gunna album that refines its highs. So the stuff that I spoke positive to, uh, positively positively about but whenever it comes to his slows it's just it doesn't seem that gonna seems to get it and i would love in the future i mean i'm pretty sure we'll love a whole bunch of different things but less singing man less singing continue the rapping continue the establishing some more versatility again whenever it comes to gonna being flashy whether it's through watches whether it's through chains or just talking about all these bitches that whether he's fucking, pulling them, whatever it may be. When it comes to ignorant, um, laid-back trap, Gunna does it perfectly. I don't remember if I spoke about P-Power, but it was a regular verse by Drake. A bit disappointed. Just talks about um his, you know, people talking about him and his usual surface-level relationship with females. But at the same time, I love the track for the girl moaning in the background with this. And I don't even know how to call the beat, but it just ends up working. I think Gunna does great. And even though I just said it was Drake's content was a bit disappointing, I'm happy to hear any Drake first. I guess you could say that's a Drake's enemy, but it is what it is. So how would I summarize this? I would like to say the way Gunna carries himself, whether it's through, again, his melodic raps, his laid back, I guess you could say, stance on certain parts of music and just overall gonna vibe. No, in all seriousness, whenever it comes to gonna collaborating with other artists, he's able to hold up, give off, you know, verses with the use of alliteration that sound refreshing, definitely live an impact and can even come off uh, the album with some catchy hooks and bangers. Whenever Gunna is by himself and he thinks about singing, it is painful to the ear. And I don't think there's any amount of weed that will get me high enough to enjoy any of it. And whenever Gunna's on himself at times, He's able to give, give this environment where you're able to float around. The 808s are able to hype you up just a bit. And he has enough tone shifts in the project that you're able to be entertained. That will be my review on Drip Season 4. A bit awkward, but I feel awkward myself sort of giving a review on the project or discussing it, seeing as how... I'm still growing into it to a certain extent. And Gunna's always been an artist that when it comes to whole projects, I can enjoy the whole thing. And, you know, for obviously different, you know, whether it's quality, whatever it may be. But anyways, I have to be in a Gunna mood to listen to Gunna. If I'm out and about, someone's playing his music and I'm listening, I could, I could vibe with it. Do I go out of my way specifically? Not often. And with that... I understand why the album is being talked about the way it is being praised and is doing the numbers because again, when things are done, when things are done right on the trap beats, it's waving whenever it's wavy, whenever it feels like you're floating, whenever it's able to just sort of carry the background of your life and you're just able to pace around for whatever reason, it's a, it's a job well done. 
Drink some water. I'm out.